baby! <laughs> yeah, right. But no, you're absolutely right. Here, this kind of feels uh, maybe lazy a little bit. Welcome to Set Jitter Park. <laughs> some movie screenings. Why not, you know? Yeah, at that point, why not? It's got to be Saturday somewhere. It does sound familiar. It's hilarious. Say hello to my little friend! Hello! I think we did like five shows on this movie. <laughs> my name is Tom Cohen. Uh, you bite your tongue if this is not hold up. Cream corn tonight. Cream, Cream corn, corn tonight. tonight. You are too kind. Too honest. It's a movie. Happy Saturday, Robert. Happy Saturday to you. Great to see your smiling, shining face. Likewise, long time no see. Long time no see. You were wearing a hoodie. Uh, I, on the other hand, am trying to avoid a heat stroke. So it must uh, be colder in Omaha. It oh. is. It's, well, it's actually 65 right now. But, uh, but I heard uh, LA is pretty hot right now. Toasty. Midweek heat wave. I do like your, I do like your hoodie. I think your Thank Halloween you. hoodie. This is the Halloween. I did. Uh, they they wrote a book for, based on Halloween. I can't remember David Gordon Green and uh, somebody else. I think, but so that that's what this hoodie's for. I like it. It's, all, it's always Halloween at my house. You jogged my memory with the hoodie because I know the listeners are dying to know information like this. But my favorite like element of comfort, I guess, as far as clothes and whatever go, it's air conditioning blasting. And wearing like a sweatshirt, like you're freezing, but you could easily just turn it off. But no, I like to be freezing inside and wear a sweatshirt when it's hot yeah. outside. I don't know if that makes sense. No, it does. I mean, that's how people like to sleep, you know? Yeah. Which, which reminds me, my, one of my favorite lines from a movie. Um, I, and now I forgot the name of the movie. A Reversal of Fortune. Is that right? Um, is that the one? Uh, Reversal of Fortune? Yeah, with Jeremy Irons and Glenn Close. Oh. Um. Anyway, sure. where she plays Sunny Von Bulo, I think is her name. Uh, real person, but she always sleeps with the window open because she finds the chill reassuring. I can, yeah, reversal of fortune, you're right. Yeah, so I like that, that line. That, yeah, I loved. I, I still, I still use that line. So, I still sleep with a fan on 365 days a year, yeah. and even in Pennsylvania when it was six degrees, I'd have it on and layers, just because as a kid when we moved into our house, there was like a fan in my room ceiling fan i'm like oh it's the coolest thing ever so i kind of like it became my white noise at mm-hmm. night so now i can't really sleep unless there's like a hum or something yeah yeah people need that if it's too quiet people they can't yeah can't do I have, it. I have a bad habit of watching tv until i fall asleep and then the three of them are i flip it off so you're asleep do you hear the tv going like in your subconscious uh, yeah it, it goes into my dreams sometimes so and that's why nice. I, I think and in subconscious i realize like I need to turn that off. So, and actually, I'm pretty good about not even opening my eyes, just finding the remote, click, and. Oh, that's good. <laughs> You're always wondering why your dreams are filled with Phantom Menace and Darby <laughs> Gill movies to fall asleep to. Nightmares. I stole your line to somebody recently. They were talking about Star Wars, and I was like, "Yeah, I watch Phantom Menace to fall asleep." And they were like, "That's a good idea." I'm like, "It never fails," because yeah. you did that. Yeah. Oh, you can't even get through the first act. You're like, <laughs> "Oh my gosh," but that's funny. Yeah, when I go in a hotel room, if I'm traveling, uh, especially when I'm alone, the air condition is on like the lowest setting. And it's oh, like, yeah. a nice box. I'm like, this is great. And those damn maids turn it off and but you get back and you're like, what is it? Oh, it's, 70, it's balmy. 73 in here? Yeah, you, what, are you, what are you, Neanderthals? Oh my gosh. But you're listening to the podcast of Set Jitter Saturdays with Rob, the great Robert Patterson, the author and the blogger of the website, setjitter.com, the number one filming movie location website on the world. In the world. It's, it's, it's fantastic. Uh, listeners, check it out. We have a cool segment tonight uh, down the line. It's going to be overrated movies. I'm very excited about your list, Robert. I'm very excited about that. Yeah, this. and I just took a peek at yours, and I'm, we're, we're going to be fighting on one of them, but, but go ahead. <laughs> Before we begin, I, I, I'm going to guess which one it is. All right. Because I think I know exactly what it yeah. is. It's Boondock Saints. No. Um, well, I'll get to that when we do it, but I, yeah. I have a feeling you, I, I, and I had a feeling when I wrote it that you would take issue with this as would most, but I'm prepared to defend it. So. Uh, all right. We'll, so we'll go, we'll go at it. So, and first off, we've been doing a segment called what you've been watching. And yeah. I've been packing my nights, Robert, with television. Uh, I've been rotating between the wire, my second rewatch, uh, peacemaker, which I'm, you know, watching the new episodes. And Better Call Saul, season five, because season six is coming out next week. 
and um, giving a refresher and getting ready for that. I'm very excited. Gotcha. Now, when you when I, we said Peacemaker, for some reason, I forgot about the series I went right to. Is that George Clooney? Uh, <laughs> I was like, yeah, oh, think about that. you're just pulling that one out. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm watching Peacemaker with George Clooney every night. That's the one from like 97, right? Something like that. Yeah, it was pre-9-11. But, uh, yeah. But yeah, right. Um, talking about and yeah i did watch the first few minutes of better call Saul just to see the omaha cinnabon oh really obviously obviously was not omaha but yeah, yeah. just you, to see did you watch season one no i the yeah whatever the first literally the first five minutes of season episode one season one just to, okay just to see so because every season the opening episode they always have it gets longer each season. So by season five, it's like a good 20 minutes of Cinnabon footage and hitting oh. the ball, like walking around. <laughs> and they actually like take their time showing like them making the Cinnabon. Yeah. And they do it like in a film noir kind of way. So you're like, they're really milking the Cinnabon hmm. product placement here. Hopefully they got some money out of it. So yeah, but that's cool. Um, I watched it. It's not I, Omaha though, right? Yeah. Uh, I didn't know. Um, uh, so I, yeah, I haven't started the Peacemaker. I don't know if how is it um i like it so far i'm not gaga about it it's uh it's different which i like and i do like the humor um my favorite character is robert patrick he plays peacemakers uh dad his father and he's peacemakers in the dc universe so you know it's like a superhero kind of show but um robert uh patrick that's the t1000 he is great. He's so salty, but he's also has like a superhero. So he's like kind of retired and like, it's just really, it's an interesting, it's, it's an interesting concept on the gotcha. superhero thing. So yeah, but it's, it's a slow burn for me. Uh, I didn't, I kind of tuned out for a bit. Then I started back up and it's, it's finding a groove with me. So gotcha. Gotcha. I like it. Good. Yeah. How about yourself? Um, I'm still watching Minx. Um, so it's a. It seems like it's based on a true story, but it's not. Um, so it's about uh, this. It takes place in the seventies, um, and this woman who wants to kind of write a feminist magazine, but instead it becomes like a, a nude male magazine, and she works articles in and nice stuff. That's so, same of course, old I'm, Hollywood story. Of course, I'm going through all the locations to try to find them and stuff like that. So have you found a me. lot? Yeah, there's only a couple that I can't find. It's just like bugging me, but. Um, I know. So I'll, 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 I'll be in LA next week and I'll be visiting some of those locales. All right. Are you going to do um, some Pam and Tommy? I got most, yeah. Pam and Tommy, we'll see what I can get through. So I've, I haven't made my maps yet. So, but yeah. Nice. Plan on doing some catch up and then the Hollywood show and, and Melody shows Ranch. Next Saturday, you'll be there and I'll be with yes. you in Melody Ranch. Yep. So I need to get my Westworld shots lined up for that. Robert misspoke and he did melody ranch uh but he actually wrote melanie's ranch and it's a pervert <laughs> named melanie we're actually going to and then sucky were like i thought this is melody ranch i'm like nope this is <laughs> melanie's ranch brothel melody's of ranch. santa clarita like darn it darn it um but i'm excited for that it should be pretty yeah. good so and was it last week or two weekends ago i was in horror at horror horror hound weekend yes so i wanted I, to ask you about yeah. horror hound it was good um i think it was my first convention since well first horror movie convention since the pandemic had started so keep going and, i'm just adjusting this no problem and so, yeah and some i, I kept almost canceling because and especially right up until my flights kept getting delayed i'm like maybe it's, i take this as a sign but i went but um, it was good. So a lot of the screencast was there. So I got the, there the night before and I was walking to the lobby and my friend, Sean. This is in was, Cincinnati. Cincinnati. Woo. Uh, so my, I saw my friend Sean and he was with a woman and I was, so I was like, Hey, we're talking, whatever. And she's like, hi, I'm Nev. And I'm like, well, of course it's Nev Campbell, you know? <laughs> well, she knows who you are. Yeah. Well, I met her a couple of times. So that's what I mean. But, yeah. Um, we have like, yeah. I think you have multiple pictures with her, right? Yeah. So she's super nice, but um, yeah, the, they were staying on my floor. So I still have little surreal moments, you know, cause like the next morning I was taking the elevator down with Nev and Skeet. <laughs> um, Who? Skeet Ulrich, her boyfriend from Scream. Oh yeah. I saw that. Yeah. So he's still a good looking guy. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's fit. Uh, he, he's pointing to my gut in one of the pictures. If you, if you're paying attention. So. 
But now, yeah, why would, would he do something so mean spirited? You're a handsome. He was. Guy. He was being funny. Let's say that. So. <laughs> what was but, the point? I had demand uh, an apology from him no, and some money. It was all. It was all good. It was good for him for being so fit. Um, but yeah, and actually, probably my favorite person, new person to meet was Vanessa Williams from Candyman. Well, yeah. What was she? And like? oh, super nice. Like, and she didn't show up till Sunday, I think. And I, I didn't think she was going to show at all. And I just happened to be. I went back to Tony Todd's people. I'm like, did Vanessa ever show? And they're like, yeah, she's over. She had no banner or anything. Um, so she was super sweet. And I had her do the make a video for me of doing the don't say his name video. <laughs> Don't say his name. <laughs> but yeah, so she's say she was, her three times in the mirror. Um, you, I just you go to a, a, the stand <laughs> movie location in Utah. It's, it's it's amazing. I've done it three times this week. It, all roads lead to the stand. I know, I know. But yeah, it was good. Okay, I'm glad sense. I went. You can see me okay, right? I can. Sally, uh, all roads do lead to the stand. A police officer pulled me over the other day and was like, you were doing 80 and a 40. And I said, have you ever seen the stand Gary Sinise? And he goes, oh, I love Stu Redman. I said, me too. We talked and talked and he's like, you know, I just, I'll ignore the beer in, in the car. Just have a good night. I was like, no problem. All right. You know, I thought you were no, going to say, I thought he was going to say, I am Gary Sinise. I'm like, oh, he does it all. <laughs> he does it all. Now I've been by the Arkansas border most of the afternoon. Well, geez, Jeanette, you don't have a tone on you. You let the army do their thing and you mind your own business. Okay. Oh, I don't know anybody else that quotes the stand <laughs> original head. mini series. Yeah. I quote it in my head and it's not healthy. Somebody will sneeze and I'll be, I'll think, man, those summer colds are the worst old timer. It's <laughs> like, uh, but yeah, um, the stand, uh, all roads lead to the stand, but I'm really excited about that. You went to the horror hound because it looked, it looked like a pretty cool event, you know? Yeah, it's good, you know, and I, I get my my free VIP ticket for being a writer for the magazine. So, yeah, it has, Robert, it has by its the way, benefits. I'm sorry to interject this, but I have to say you were in the, the magazine quite a bit um, and your articles have been archived in there and stuff. And you're quite the accomplished uh, literary guru. Oh, so. And my first comic book appearance. <laughs> yeah, that was awesome. Yeah, you're like, here's me and getting killed in the comic book. And I'm like. It was awesome. Who drew that? I, um, I don't know. That it's the artist that doesn't even live in the U.S. So yeah, Horror Hound is making making a well. Uh, they're they're creating kind of a I think what's called a halftone horrors thing, and so I was supporting that. And and one of the supporter levels is you can be in a comic book. Uh, and I totally forgot about it because it's been a couple of years. And that's so cool, Nathan. Yeah, the night before he's like, "Hey, I'm going to show you this, or whatever." I'm like, is that me? And have a couple pictures and then next page my head gets ripped off so it's so awesome that's that's, yeah. that's pretty special to say though you're no, that's nice book. that's yes. cool so it's kind of fun you know what i mean yeah yeah but that's cool you go there i like that and next weekend is the hollywood show which is the same one that um you went to i think like in october-ish or something yeah uh, i mean is that the same like company yeah yeah same company yeah so and they they do a pretty good job so there's a couple people i'm excited to see charo will be there Charo from the Love Boat. <laughs> yes, yes. I don't. I've never seen the Love Boat, but I know Charo. Uh, yeah. Well, she's. I yeah, She's still going. I can't remember. There's a couple other people. I'm kind of semi excited to see, but it's always a good time. And Char- Charo. Yeah. She, you don't. Go ahead. She's she's donating all of her proceeds, so um, which is nice. So the Love Boat really paid off for her. I don't really know what she looks like or anything, but I know I, when I worked for the I used to work for the Muscular Dystrophy Association like a long time ago. I did too. And did you really? Six and a half years. Did you not know? Yeah, I guess we haven't talked about that. Oh, wow. Are you like in the yeah. Omaha branch or something? Yep. Yep. Oh, that's cool. I was in the LA Valley thing, which closed since they like merged. But yeah. That's really cool. That's really interesting. Small but I, I worked world. at like 2009, 2010. It was like my first job in LA. And we did, we worked like the telethon. And um, yep. we weren't at the telethon, but they like pumped Oh, in yes. We did the LA, you know, they had like satellites, you know. Yep. Yep. So oh, yes. Like Charo was there uh, on one of these events, and Jerry Lewis was saying things like, "Oh, we gotta hide our erections," you know, and and it was I think like the last year he did it because even the producers were like, "We can't like save this anymore. He has to go," you know, and uh, it was so uncomfortable. Uh, one of the co-hosts was like, "Jerry, there's children here. Like this is a family show," and he's like, "I know, nothing's changed." 
And he was so inappropriate. But I remember Chara was kind of like, what is this guy talking about? <laughs> like he was like uh, saying, like, you're so hot. Yeah. You know, we have erections. And it's just it was just a weird thing to say. Um, it's just it was Charo. Yeah. Um, That's funny. Yeah. You work there. That's I did. Yeah. So Jerry's. Yeah. Telethon up 24 hours. Oh, helping gosh. produce that show but uh but yeah so they'll have a, um louise fletcher is supposed to be there so i'm excited to meet her oh that's cool um melody anderson from flash gordon <laughs> oh nice so i love yeah, the so- booths the best at these shows you're like yeah some are like most were pretty good it's like pay 20 bucks for an autograph something yeah. whatever but then there's some that are like really really d-list actors it's like hundred bucks for a baseball card. And it's like it's, the second waitress on Seinfeld. And you're like, no, I think Thomas, Tom Wilson was like a hundred bucks from back to the future. And I'm like, it's a little steep, buddy, but you know, yeah, I would go 40 for him. Yeah. So like how much do you pay for April fool's day signature? Cause that's, that's what I want. Yeah. Right. I think it's funny, but um, anyway, so it should be good. We'll, we'll see who shows. There's always we'll see who shows. Yeah. Um, two people I just want to bring up uh, passed away this week of notable. One was Bobby Rydell. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was a, you know, a pop singer, 50s, 60s, Wildwood days, uh, Philadelphia native. Um, but he was also uh, spotlighted in the movie Green Room uh, or Green Book. I mean, um, okay. he was the youngest guy to ever perform. I, I saw Cabana. the Green Room and I was like, really? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Green Book. <laughs> He was, uh, they named Rydell High after him in Greece. So I always assumed that, but then I never really found that anywhere. So, and actually, I was surprised because I was like, I hadn't heard too much about him. So I didn't even know he was kind of still kicking. But yeah, no, he was, yeah, he, he haven't heard much after that. He was 79. So, um, he, so he passed away, uh, this week, which is sad. And also, um, Estelle Harris, who played Mrs. Costanza. Oh, yes. Yeah. So great character actor. Gotcha. Yeah. I thought you were going to say Will Smith's career also passed away this week, but that passed away. That passed away. Yes. Immediately. (laughs) Well, we never talked about the Will Smith thing. No, well, actually, I was I was on the plane watching the Oscars. Oh, really? You had a satellite link up? Yeah. um, And so um, so I saw it and, you know, they cut out the sound. But like right when the sound cut out, they were making an announcement on the intercom. And I thought, oh, it somehow messed up the audio or whatever. But then, but you know, and of course, I, yeah, I'm not watching Facebook or anything like that. And I'm like, is that a joke? You know, you have two comedians, you know, so I assumed it was a bit and it seemed kind of like a typical inappropriate Oscars bit. <laughs> right. But, yeah. Yeah. yeah it, you're, you're stunned when you're watching that. Yeah. But you're, you're stunned to beyond completion. <laughs> Yeah, so, but we probably don't need to see more than that. It's been over-discussed uh, yeah. as it is, but. It's been, I think it's been like overkill. It's like yeah. every day. I think I saw literally five of the same articles say, Will Smith banned 10 years. I'm like, I get it. We, we know, nobody. The, the only thing I'll say about it, and I'll make it very quick, so I won't get into everything because everybody knows everything at this point, but I, I think the saddest takeaway for me is an assault happened. Uh, that never should have happened. And that night is going to be overshadowed by that forever. Um, For Will Smith, he won probably the biggest night of his life. People are not going to be talking about him winning the Oscar. Going to hit him, Chris Rock. And all the other people that were nominated, you know, that had that special night. And that's, it's just, it's, yeah, it's just a shame, really. Another female director, am I like, there's there's a lot of firsts, not first, but. um, First time winners. Yeah. um, Yeah. That, Everybody yeah. was a first-time winner for the major categories, for the so, most part. It, um, yeah, it's just Chris Rock class act, though, for handling it the way he did. Just yeah. can't give enough credit. Maybe they will. Maybe they will course correct again. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so it was a shame. Um, but yeah, so okay. Uh, so we're going to get into overrated movies, um, self-explanatory movies that we think are overrated. And I'm just going to kick it off with the Boondock Saints. Okay. Uh, it's a fun watch. It's not a terrible movie, but it's so overrated when people say, oh, it's like the greatest movie ever. It's, it's, it's got 26% on Rotten Tomatoes. It's, it's not the best acting. The story's yeah. weak. It's just like porn, uh, gore porn 
and violent porn. Um, and it's, I don't know. It's just not a good movie. Um, and also, but biggest problem is the Yacovetti family. That's the Italian mafia. Yeah. There's no K in the Italian language at all. So that's, that's like a Russian name. And they're like, Don Papi Yacovetti. And, and their, their Italian accents are like almost Ukrainian. It's, it's just yeah. so poorly made. It's just, uh, I mean, it, you know, it's, it's a, it's a bubblegum kind of movie. It's fun to watch. There's some, some good scenes. There's some there's a good soundtrack, but I, when I hear people say like, Oh, it's my favorite movie. Like it's, it's not that good. Is it like a more serious quirky Romano, you know, like <laughs> <laughs> not even in the same league as uh, my quirky Romano. Yeah. Have you seen Boondock Saints? Um, once many years ago, because if it, it's a '90s movie, I think. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And it felt kind of like maybe, maybe it was about ten years earlier. It probably would have been a bit more special. Maybe I don't know. Um, and then I know they made a sequel. I didn't see that. Oh, nobody. I to, yeah, I think to kind of cash in on. I think they realized what kind of, they had something there. So, well, that guy Shane, I think it's Shane McDuffie, the director was yeah. a bartender. Um, who just wrote the script and made it and it it did pretty well like Weinstein bought it and all that but he was such an asshole like cursing out Kenneth Branagh and like Dennis O'Leary that he was blacklisted like immediately so he like funded the sequel himself and nobody picked it up and then he never did a movie again he went back to bartending yeah there you, know, you go Hollywood was like they corrected him like you you can't treat people <laughs> this way you're done yeah so. Well, him, him, they did. Others, they, they have like, had. Oh, it. All right, you can keep going. So, <laughs> so yeah. So I have Boondock Saints. I think it's overrated. Uh, your first one's gonna, gonna raise some, <laughs> raise some, some hell. With I, I'm, I am not a fan of Forrest Gump. I'm just not. Yeah. No. Um, and I agree with you. I'm, a, I'm a big fan of Forrest Gump, yeah. but it's an overrated movie. Yeah. It's, it's also on every overrated movie list. Is it? If you Google overrated movies, it's. Forrest comes on everyone. Gotcha. Yeah. I never got, you know, if anything, I like some of the special effects. Um, maybe that they did, but the story, the acting, everything else, there's just too schmaltzy for me. I just couldn't, I couldn't do it. You, you died on a Tuesday. Uh, I don't like the viral memes that come out that are still coming out. <laughs> I mean, a few years after Forrest Gump, before the internet was commonplace, there was still a lot of like stupid is stupid yeah. does jokes and, Today, there's that meme you see with Forrest Gump saying like, and all of a sudden, just like that, everybody was a virologist or something. And <laughs> I'm just like, give it a rest with the Forrest Gump nonsense. Um, or, give me Clown House. Okay. That's, that came up again. Oh, somebody was talking about Clown House. So I, I took a picture of my uh, signed laser disc. I'm like, how'd you meet Tree? But It comes up a lot. Somebody recently, it, does, yeah. it was Seize the World, CZ World on YouTube. Yeah posted a comment about like clown house. I'm like, this movie's like cult, a cult classic. It is underground, but, um, but, uh, Oh yeah. So yeah, one time I remember I was at Paramount. So what they, they have the, um, or I think there's two benches, but one of the, the benches is at Paramount studios. And I'm sometimes on tours, like, Hey, everybody take their picture whenever. And they came to me. And I'm like, no, yeah. I'm like, oh. and it, they just looked at me like I was the biggest party. Pooper. <laughs> you know, I was like, no, thanks. Like, <laughs> the other one's in Savannah, Georgia, right? Yeah, I don't know if that's the real one or, but yeah, yeah I know somebody I, would steal it. Probably, yeah. I so, think it's but, funny though. I could just picture you on like a bus, the tour bus, whatever, and then poking you like, "Do you want to see Forrest Gump? Do you want to see Forrest Gump? Do you want to <laughs> see Forrest?" And you're like, "No, no, no." I, I would do <laughs> pretend take a picture. <laughs> I do uh, like the tours though when they really crowbar in old references. You know, like the Purple Rain one. Instead of Purple Rain, it's like, this is where Spider-Man gave a kiss. Yeah, uh, like, uh. every time. I, they have been pushing more Purple Rain now because I think they realize people are like, hey, this, this means something. Do you remember the Indiana Jones ride at, uh, not the ride, but the um, the show experience, the show at, uh, it was in Florida at MGM. I did, yes. With the explosion? The explosion. I remember they, I remember they, the rolling boulder, which was pretty good effect. Yeah, for sure. And then there, and there was always supposed to be a fake out where like, wait, you know, like it, it looked like it hit him. And they right. like this staff run out. I'm like, oh, we're kidding. Yeah, yeah. It yeah, was at yeah. like, I think it's Hollywood Studios now, but it was MGM. Yeah. I yep. was a big fan of that. That was always my first go-to when we went there. But I remember as a kid, they're like, any questions and like the warm-up and stuff. And 
I'm like, this movie was already made. Like, why, why are you filming this again? Like, I was that kid. And they're like, no, like they're doing it. Cause they have like a director. It's like, cut. Yeah. I'm like, that's not like, where's Harrison Ford? Yeah. I'm like, Oh, that's a stunt double. I'm like, but he's not here. Like, that's what, what not is this? Karen Allen. That's, <laughs> it's my family label. Uh, um, but yeah, I, I agree with you on Ford. Kid. Yeah. <laughs> dumb kid. Uh, uh, my next one is, I think the biggest one ever. Uh, is this the one you have an issue with? No. It's Full Metal Jacket, isn't it? I'm not going to say. You go right. to your number two. Big Lebowski. Is it a good movie? Yeah. It's fun, I guess. Do you need to have festivals about it? No. <laughs> no. No, no. The dude is not a good reference. I don't know. Yeah. Uh, I've seen it once. It's okay. But there are people that swear like this is their favorite movie ever. And I just don't see it. Yeah. I I don't see that appeal either, but maybe it's not made for me either. I don't know. Maybe I didn't see it. I was, was I the wrong age or the wrong time for that movie? Maybe. I don't know. Maybe. I don't know, but I'm glad you don't really care for it. No. Yeah. And there's people that are probably like Raiders of the Lost Ark is the most overrated movie, you know? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Um, Okay. So uh, I I agree with you there. Uh, Lord of the Rings. And that could be any of them. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> any of the Peter Jackson's twenty-four uh, hour epics of green screen, Whew. absolutely all yeah. green screen, and they won awards. And I remember at the time during the initial run, you're just like, I, I, I was thinking like, I, I don't, I don't get it. I don't know why they're so revered. I don't either. And actually, I don't know. It could be, it could be the new Phantom Menace if you're tired, you know. Or Good point, yeah. I, I don't know, but I don't. I don't want that creeping into my dreams. Yeah, no, I don't. I don't want to fall asleep yeah, to the two yeah, towers. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, yeah. So I might have a little issue with your next one, but not a fighting issue. Okay. Uh, all right. So I have Full Metal Jacket. It's a good movie. Kubrick is a great director, um, but I just feel like this has gotten a little bit too many accolades that it's not befitting. It's not, you know. It's not a landmark film by any any chance, and I feel like it gets. I feel like it's overrated. You know, yeah. say call, call me wrong. It's just an opinion. Wrong. But I, wrong. I think, <laughs> get out of here. That was no, my Kevin, that was my it. Kevin Spacey wrong from Superman Returns. So wrong. Wrong. <laughs> I just watched Superman Returns. I still love that movie. I do. I, it, it needs a good edit, but otherwise, uh, yeah. It's good. yeah, 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 yeah. Good call. But you, you, uh, so you think you don't think. Full Metal Jacket's an overrated movie. I own it on 4K. Oh, man. I'll just say the highest level you can get. I'll just say that. That's like oak leaves (laughs) for a police captain. You just, you can't, yeah, that's, (laughs) I'm going to have to sleep with one eye open. I'm not going to fight you on it, but, uh, but yeah. I'm going to be driving with you to the Melody Ranch. You're going to stop the car real quick. So I like hit my head and you're going to (laughs) go, how's Full Metal Jacket now? And I'll be like, whoa, (laughs) no. Uh, but I, I do like it, obviously. And um, um, it probably came. I was at the right age for it when it came out, so I might have to give it another watch. Yeah. You know, it's been maybe twenty years, so maybe I'll think of something different. <laughs> every twenty years, give give it a watch. <laughs> every twenty years, give Full Metal Jacket a watch, and every twenty weeks, watch The Stand in its entirety. And that, yeah, <laughs> your palate cleanser, as I always say. I have to do. It's been a while though, Robert. It's been a long yeah. time. I'm due. Uh, okay, so <laughs> what, uh, <laughs> are you laughing at my next one? Yeah, it's I don't know how perfect. you I, I, I don't know how you feel about it, but the Notebook <laughs> so overrated. It is now. I I did I did watch it. Yeah, because uh, uh, I was uh, did locations for it because I happened to be in town and stuff like that. So, but I, you, and, I didn't get any letters from you. I wrote you 365 days, 365 letters. I wrote you every day for a year. That boy is trash. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's, it's got a good cast, supporting cast. Joe Allen, does, Sam Shepard. Yeah. Oh yeah. Now here's the thing. Yeah, it has has a great cast. Everything should work. Um, but it's just you know, I I can't get into those super romantic, yeah, movies and stuff like that. So. But and actually, I've been to look. I haven't made a page for locations, but I've actually when I was down there, I was enough. I was like, "Hey, can I close this gate because this gate is closed in the movie, and I need my pictures to match." So, oh hell yeah, yeah, you're a completist. 
I'm a yeah, even for the notebook. <laughs> I, think, I think I think if the notebook focused more on a story like uh, James Gardner when he was older, yeah, um, like more on that, it could have been like a better movie. But yeah, it doesn't age very well. I think with the Rachel McAdams stuff. Yeah, um, I liked it at the time. It's cute, but I I couldn't agree more. Yeah, it's overrated movies. It was a it was a powerhouse. Yeah, when it came out. Um, our How next one. Make be- it your job. Forty cents an hour. That boy is trash. Like he's, <laughs> he's working. Like, why is he trash? I don't know. Daddy, yeah. daddy. Uh. <laughs> I have the uh, I have the Harry Potter franchise for my next one. If As you're into do that I. kind of thing, oh yeah, we both have that. Yeah. So you know, if you're into that kind of thing, they're, they're a fun ride. But I mean, to this day, there's still people that are you know just Harry Potter franchise film fanatics, and I just look I at know. the lines at Universal for the Harry Potter ride which I begrudgingly have been on like five times now because uh, <laughs> of the, I get the VIP tour takes you through it. And they're like, all right, you know, I just got, I, I close my eyes for a lot of it, but. It's the same movie, you know, he has to yeah. figure out some way to <laughs> fix it and that's it. Are you never going to get out of this, Harry? This is all your fun. <laughs> that, that ride, there was a power outage at Universal this weekend and people oh. got stuck on that ride. Harry wasn't oh. saving them. Maybe even like, the fire department had to come in. People stuck upside down. I don't know how or, they were stuck. Yeah. I, didn't, I once I saw Harry Potter, I didn't click on it. Yeah, <laughs> um, I was like, I'm not even watching news about it. But yeah, they. I guess Harry Potter and Transformers. People were stuck in the rides. They had to send in oh. like fire trucks to like gotcha. hook and ladder them out of there. That would suck. Yeah, last time I was there, um, people were stuck on Jurassic Park the ride for an hour, which is atrocious. But and that, on the water ride. Yeah, which oh. is scary. But I would be scared on any ride yeah. for an hour. I'd be so claustrophobic. Yeah, imagine it was then, a terrible ride too. Well, yeah, and what if you know? Because then I think of like, I'm like, oh, should I go to the bathroom? Like, we'll go on the ride, and then I'll go to the bathroom. I'm like, not taking into account, you could be stuck on there for an hour. You know? Oh but, yeah, I never thought about that. What yeah. a disaster! Th- that's my paranoia is of like, ugh, and what a waste of park time. <laughs> my old, my whole thing is afraid of being stuck on a ride or also airports like mm. being stuck on a, a connecting flight or something is being stuck in a city overnight. Probably not That's, that big of a deal, but for whatever no. reason, I'm like, I can't be stuck in Phoenix. I, well, I had my, my whole trip a couple weeks ago to Cincinnati. I, my, uh, before I even got to the airport, my flight was already delayed and it ended up being delayed over an hour or almost an hour and a half. Yikes. So I literally walked from out of one gate onto the plane and, it took off. So I just didn't want to be stuck in Cincinnati, but no, <laughs> no way you can't do it. What else is there's nothing there. You can watch KRWY or whatever that is. WKRP. WKRP Cincinnati. Isn't that like the big show from there? Uh, yeah. It was supposed to take place there, but yeah. Right. It's, it's no Angie. It's no. <laughs> so we both agree on uh, Harry Potter movies. Yep. Um, next one. I don't really even need to get into. It's the fast and the furious franchise. I mean, come on. There's like 10 movies. They all gross over a billion dollars for a bunch of street racing. Like, I, yeah. come on. I can name come one on. thing worse. I can name one thing worse than Fast and Furious, the franchise. Yo. Fast and Furious, the ride. Or oh, oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, it was so bad. We were on that in like September. I was Oof. like, I hate this. I hate this. The um, tour guides so hate bad. it too. I, every tour, every, every time I'm on, because they take you through it too. And literally everyone, they have earplugs, they throw in <laughs> and close their eyes the whole time. It, it's terrible. Yeah. Oh, they're Awful. bad. You agree, right? Yeah. I agree. Yeah. Yeah. I, I haven't even seen them all, obviously, but no need. All right. We're going to have an issue with your next one here. <sighs> issue because I'm Master. right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, and we all know this, how I feel about Home Alone. Right. I'm sorry. <laughs> Home Alone is overrated. And um, would you, what, what do you think is overrated about it? The hype years later that everyone watches it? Because it is a Christmas movie. The Christmas movie, it's supposed to be fun. I don't really know any funny things that happen in the movie. Yeah, it's violent. Yeah. He's a I mean, psychopath. W- what's the funniest thing in the movie? Tell me. Yeah, I couldn't tell you. I guess the, yeah. it, I guess the funniest thing is the angel with filthy souls tape to keep the change of filthy animal. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just because the acting in there is supposed to be film noir. Yeah. It's just like, I'm going to pump your guts full of lead. <laughs> like what? Uh, 
<laughs> cringe at it. Yeah, so there's just nothing, nothing in that movie. Oh, well, so. You wouldn't like Home Alone too, Lost in New York. Then it's I, the same movie. I think I I did see that, but so Tim Tim uh, Tim Curry Curry's in it. Yeah, he's like yeah. here's your cheese pizza. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I feel like uh, the Plaza Hotel had some kind of deal because they would show up like in twelve movies a year for a while. You know, because Trump owned it and he let Maybe people film there. Oh, okay, that's why Ooh. he's in the movie. Yeah, I know he's in it. Ooh. Because he had a stipulation that, like, we're going to put Trump, you know, he has to be in it yeah. or something like that because he's a narcissist. But, yeah, I can agree. I, I love the movie. I wouldn't say it's overrated, but I can see your point. Because yeah. people were laughing in the theaters. and Oh, I know. <laughs> I saw it in the theater. About that, too. You said you went to see Home Alone and you were like, why is everybody? laughing? Remember people laughing. I'm like looking around like, what are we doing here? This isn't funny. Do you all have amnesia? <laughs> and I just want to know how they got Joe Pesci to go from Goodfellas to Home Alone. Like best supporting actor for playing Tommy in Goodfellas to like that, that, that's the best supporting curse. Because whoever gets best supporting, they always follow it up with horrid, horrid work. Ollie every Barry. time. Yep. Yep. This Good is what point. happens. Yeah. So you kind of don't want to get best supporting. Oh, so they're probably sitting out there like, please not me, please. I'll please never work me. again. I'll never not me. No, no, no. Uh, okay, yeah. So Home Alone, I can see, I can see yeah. the, the, I can see the argument there. Yeah. Uh, I have Donnie Darko for mine. Um, you know, it's just it's quoted all the time. Uh, Donnie Darko. I just I'm not I'm not seeing it. Yeah, it was tried to. Um, this isn't one of those that I felt like was made to be a cult film, but it kind of kind of fell into that. Yeah, trap a little bit, but it's a good point. Yeah, I it mean, just kind of fl- picked up like it flared up. Yeah, like syphilis. It's. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's the subtitle. Did they make a sequel to Donnie Darko? I feel like they did something. I can't remember. I think Maybe you not. Might be right. Yeah. You know, not a terrible movie, but it's just so like revered. Yeah. Uh, I just I'm not seeing it. So uh, okay, so Donnie Darko and. What's your next one? Um, I, I feel like I went to do a quote, but I like I can't. So Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, you hate it. <laughs> Even your setjetter.com page of Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, yeah. Here's the house. You know? <laughs> it's, Usually you get a prelude. <laughs> it's it in is. the movie. I had to go to it on the tour. Here you go. Here it is. They made me take a picture in front of it. <laughs> we talked about this before. Yeah. Um, <laughs> do you think a lot of people like uh mrs dowfire because they remembered as a kid and robin williams because that's what i think maybe oh people are really watching this like this is a great movie because you can't watch it and not feel a little creeped out i mean a guy dressing up like a woman to get with his kids yeah come on fooling his kids or whatever and poor pierce brosnan you know yeah he's just like just let me do golden at this point (laughs) just get me out of here sally field she's in two of these movies you know Two of our were overrated movies already. Uh, Forrest yeah. Gump. Yeah. Forrest Gump. Is, isn't she younger or the same age as Tom Hanks, I think, too? Yeah, I think she's only like a yeah. few years older. Or I, something. There's, there's something like that. Yeah. She's funny. But um, yeah, I I, uh, I can see the argument with Mrs. Dalfire. Yeah. The, the only good before, thing. That, like, it was creepy then. It was. The only thing good that came out of it is uh, Mrs. Featherbottom from On Arrested Development. <laughs> <laughs> This is Featherbottom. We shan't be telling your mother about this. <laughs> what was funny about uh, Mrs. Dalfire when you look at the sequence of events is he still kept this job at, you know, he was like the shipping guy at night or something, but then had all this time to whip into this miraculous, like 12 hour costume with prosthetics and go be with the kids. Yeah. And it's like, that, it, that's not easy to do that. You know what I mean? Because remember, it was like a mask in the movie, and you it have was. To like make, I mean, that's 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 a process. Yeah, and we all know how <laughs> you can always tell, you know. And so I feel like there's, I feel like there's a, a secret movie that you know where like they all know this is him. They're like, do we let him know? You know, like yeah, that's right. an awful mask. He's not even changing his voice that much. <laughs> do you not know? I mean, <laughs> like, the, just go along with your mentally ill father. You know. Yeah, just go, just go along. Yeah, daddy. <laughs> like, oh. and they go back upstairs. Like, 
He put whipped cream all over his face like that would. <laughs> we can tell it's you. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, man. Um, but yeah, I, I can see the argument for that for sure. Yeah. Anyway. Uh, I have Requiem for a Dream for my next one. Darren Aronofsky's uh, Requiem for a Dream. It's a it's a powerful movie. It's a, I think it's an independent film. It's um, it's pretty powerful, but I don't know. There's still people quoting that today and saying it's an inspiration and you know it's a landmark film and I don't know. I don't. I don't. I think it's overrated. The movie is inspiration and it's a landmark film. You are wrong. You are wrong. <laughs> I'm gonna be on TV. Okay. This is one of my favorite films. I own it on 4K. Requiem for a Dream? I do. Do you like it? Uh, it's a 4 k So you're a fan. You're a big fan. I am a fan of Requiem for a Dream. Hate the movie. I'll never watch it again. <laughs> it's, it's powerful. It's too tough to watch, I think. With like the porn and stuff that they do for yeah. drugs. It's like, that's kind of rough. But I love Ellen Burstyn. I love her. I, f- I like follow her. her I do. I follow her character arc more than Jared Leto and but yeah. That. Yeah. The guy's in there too, uh, the doctor. He's a character actor. He's he's a great actor. Mm-hmm. He plays Owen in Planes, Trains, Automobiles. Uh Dylan, he's in 13 Days. He's in a lot of stuff. Yeah. He's he's a yeah. great actor though. Yep. Yeah. So so yeah, it I it's a 4Ker, so you know what that means. It's a 4Kr. It's a top 50, at least. This, this is the movie you had an issue with. Yes. Oh, okay. Interesting. I, I would have yeah. Full Metal Jacket or something. But. No, I mean, I that's a 4K or two, but yeah. I do have a thing for Requiem. Yeah. I like it. I, the soundtrack is beautiful. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The um, Clint Mansell's soundtrack, it's haunting. It's one of my top 10. <laughs> it's beautiful. They used it in Lord of the Rings, too. They recycled it. For oh, like yeah. The trailers. See, that's how good it is. That's how good it is. <laughs> um, okay. So, uh, what's your next one, sir? <laughs> Pretty woman. <laughs> I must hate '90s movies. Now that I'm looking at all this, uh, make sure she gets the commission. <laughs> um, yeah, I I remember when it came out at the time. I was like, I didn't see it in the theaters because I was like, what is this? And eventually, I saw on cable or something. I'm like, why is why was this? It wasn't like number one for weeks. You know, it was, it was huge, crazy. Yeah. And Robert, I can picture you saying, I'm going to wait for DVD. And somebody says, they don't exist yet. And you're like, I know. I'm just going to wait for them to be invented so I can watch it because this sucks. Just, um, yeah, I knew it was going to come along. I was like, I am not going to. Um, I agree with you, Robert. I yeah. feel like it's uh, it's it's used in, in so many pop culture references and in other movies. I mean, The Office did a whole episode about Dwight and Pretty Woman. It's like, it's just, they're giving it too much credit. Yeah. Hence, it's an overrated movie. Yeah. And, but I don't know. People are talking about bride. it. Oh. No, my best yeah. friend's wedding. Yeah. Oh, I have issues with that one. <laughs> All of them. <laughs> All of them. I have mo- most Julia Roberts fruit movies I have some issues with. But yeah. yeah. You know what else they said? I was looking up a lot of overrated movies list. And uh, was this on the, here? Or? On uh, or, no, uh, yeah, this yeah. one on there. But uh, Ocean's Eleven. Speaking of Joy Roberts, was on a lot. Oh. I'm just thinking, I, I don't think that's overrated at all. I liked it. Yeah, yeah. I kind of, I kind of like the trilogy. The second one kind of falters a little bit. So, and I even actually appreciate, appreciated uh, Ocean's Eight. Ocean, all of them are yeah. good. All four yeah. of them. Yeah. yeah, it's kind of, it's a good watch. It's a good watch. Yeah. But yeah, couldn't agree with you more on, on Pretty Woman. That's a great, great choice. I'm laughing um, at your I, next one here. <laughs> I had one and I deleted it. Oh, what was the one that you deleted? It was, oh no, you know what it was? Uh, I didn't have them all out. I had, uh, uh, I moved up Harry Potter up gotcha. there. So I think I forgot to fill this in. But uh, my next one was the, the subsequent one was the English Patient, that four hour epic. I feel Maybe like Maybe one of the worst best picture winners ever. I feel like I recently saw the Seinfeld episode <laughs> where Elaine had, Elaine has to keep going to English Patient. <laughs> it's so boring. <laughs> That's me, in the, that's me in the 90s movies. Like, ugh, <laughs> this is... Rated. And um, I feel like it's like a Dances with Wolves, which is a much superior movie, but where everybody saw it at the time, like yeah. all the parents were like, we got to go see The English Patient. But nobody's really watching The English Patient these days. Mm-hmm. I've never see it on TV. It, you know. Nobody, has, it. Nobody has a poster up in the background of The English Patient. Um, English Patient. 
I felt like in sometimes in the eighties and nineties, we were kind of told Oscar wise, here's the bet. Here's the film you should like. And we're like, I guess it's good. You know, like, Oh yeah. You know, chariots of fire. I'm like, um, all right. Like <laughs> that's always up there. Is this a classic? Place. I don't know. Never saw chariots of fire. You, you, no, just imagine it. And that's all it is. <laughs> it's the like Olympic team or something. Something like yeah. So, but yeah, not not much happens. But I saw it in the really? theater. I'll tell you that. Oh, yeah. oh, that's pretty cool. Yeah, ordinary people. I like that's another one. Uh, like that's a bad winner, but I enjoyed it. Um, yeah, I mean Donald Sutherland, Timothy Hutton. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, okay. All right. So I had the Burbs, which I know is a favorite of a lot of people. I just I didn't like it. Yes, with the money that they find that's turning the sludge. Yeah, is it a Joe Dante film? I think. But, I think um, so. Yeah, which usually I kind of like his stuff, but um, but no. Do I think the Burbs is kind of in the same vein as Big Lebowski? It's one of those '90s movies that people are like, "Oh, the Burbs." We're watching the Burbs, and you're just like, "It's not that great of a movie." No, there's maybe better if things was, you could watch. Yeah, maybe if I was younger, if I, if I saw it when I was a kid, it'd be kind of better, but. I felt like I was kind of a young adult by then. So I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> you had to get that taste out of your mouth. Yeah. Would you rather um, watch the burbs or Friday the 13th part eight? Jason takes Manhattan. Oof. I might have to say Jason takes Manhattan. Oh yeah. That's that's, that's yeah. a good catalyst. There you go. Yeah. I don't know. Burbs it's is tough. overrated. That's yeah, a tough yeah, call. Yeah. Um, okay. So, uh, <laughs> <laughs> do you want to do your next one? Since I'm like, uh, yeah, so okay. I had Spider-Man 2 as kind of my next one too. So, um, <laughs> because people at the time, people were like, this is the best superhero sequel. Um, and oh, I was yeah. like, well, yeah, and I was like, yeah. It broke I mean, every record. Yeah, and it did, it was, the part twos are usually a little bit better than the first ones or they, they're received differently because you throw away the, you know, you don't need the origin story anymore and you kind of go right to, you know, so like Superman 2, you know, you have Ultimate Villain, uh, The Dark Knight, you know, you, no more you know beginning story you just kind of go right into in the middle of it so that's why some of these superhero part twos kind of seem to work really well but um but now i maybe it shouldn't be on the list because now i think we look back and i'm like ah it was fine you know it's still better yeah. than spider-man 3 but oh, <laughs> with with all three endings in it <laughs> Oof, but yeah what do you think yeah oh yeah so but yeah so usually and so this one kind of kind of fizzled away especially with the the latest yeah the latest i feel Spider-Man's. like I feel like uh, Spider-Man 2 is super overrated, especially all the hype surrounding it. I think it was the biggest opening ever. I think so, yeah. So, you know. Now, your next one is a billion-dollar hit. They <laughs> <laughs> have Avatar, uh, which nobody seems to rewatch ever. And it's, it's the number one movie of all time by a long shot. I mean, it's just I don't crazy. Know how. Yeah. And the, the sequel, if they ever do that, is, is going to fail. Well, they I don't will. Well, they have multiple sequels ready to. They have like know, six, right? Yeah, I know the second one is shot, I think, and they're probably going to spend a few years. But I don't know if anybody's going to go see it. I don't. Um, one, I don't. I assume he's probably not shooting this one in 3D. Uh, that was kind of the big deal at the time that got people kind of into the why you had to see it. Yeah. It was 3D. Um, so one, I don't think people are gonna. Yeah, so I don't know. I think this is gonna. I feel this is just gonna continue to tarnish James Cameron's kind of film history. So yeah, it's gonna tarnish the legacy. Yeah, he's at the point where not he should quit while he's ahead, but do just new different things. Don't yeah revisit old monsters. No, there will never be um, another <laughs> Avatar movie yeah. with the tech because the technology was at the right time with the hype and it was just like a perfect storm of when it came out it wasn't because it was this great movie it was dances with wolves in space that was it, the movie it but at least dances with wolves had decent wigs i'm just saying <laughs> <laughs> like they couldn't get decent wigs for sigourney weaver or sam worthington it was just like i couldn't i couldn't stand it that's all i was looking at the entire oh, so time bad. it was just like and poor sam i mean i say poor sam worthington he is i know they were pushing to make him a new you know action right. he was just he has there's nothing there um computer generated or not you know? yeah <laughs> he, yeah he had more charisma as computer generated character than an actual um <laughs> absolutely human being um i couldn't agree more with you um also dances with wolves had 
some nude shots of Kevin Costner's behind <laughs> as he also did in Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. So he was kind of the Alexander hmm. Skarsgård of his time. It's um, written into the contract. So. Whether they wanted it or not. Yeah. It's going in there. Yeah. Which leads back to the stand. Which two. <laughs> all roads it, lead back to the stand. Yeah. Because doesn't he have a butt shot at the very last, one of the last. Uh, oh, completely. On the beach. Uh, clips. Yeah. Or yeah, village 100%. or wherever he's at. Yeah. So. Worship me. <laughs> uh, I said, Fucking what? five star. Would you believe I don't know? <laughs> Uh, uh, but yeah, I, I agree on Avatar. Yeah, it's too overrated. Yeah. Um, okay, and then your final <laughs> one is just pretty much any Matthew McConaughey movie I'm <laughs> or commercial. I should add that. Um, <laughs> I couldn't agree more. <laughs> um, I try to think of a movie that I like him in, but I, I don't. I just don't. Yeah. You for me that come close, but I just I don't like the movies. I'm just trying to think in my mind that I like them. Like a time to kill was powerful, but you rewatch it and it's just kind of a dated movie. Oh, I can't. Yeah, yeah. So that's why I think back, especially in most of his leads. I'm like, there's, there's, no, not just him, but the movies he's chosen to be in. Just don't do it. So maybe Sahara tonight. I'm not watching that. Maybe contact, but he's he's wearing too much eyeshadow in that movie too for me. To me, <laughs> go with maybe contact. Yeah. So those were uh, overrated. Good to movies. go. Good to Good. go. <laughs> Good to go. Now it's time for Robert's favorite part of his life: <laughs> blind man's bluff. It's not even the podcast. My favorite part of my life, apparently, is right. this. <laughs> this is this is my favorite part of the show. Gotcha. It's where we do a random number letter generator and corresponding entry on Robert's page, setgenerator.website, setgenerator.com. Today is M12, which is Miss Congeniality. Ooh, I do. That is one of my favorites. I know we, we talked about that film when um, the year 2000 came up. 2000, this is 22 years ago. Like, I can't believe that. And it's been, they've been, streaming it on different platforms recently and i'm just like when you see the little description you're like oh, am i that old um i guess i am what scares me yeah, 2000. <laughs> yeah. so and you, you know we talked about kind of year gaps and stuff like before and stuff like that so when i see something like this came out in 2022 years ago i automatically say okay what's the reverse of that what's 22 years before 2000 and that's 1978 you know yeah and it's just like it's a weird gap to me you know to think about like i know i don't know i do that I too i think no. like i see 2000 like oh you're a graduate from high school but then i see 40 years ago i was born what was 40 years before 1980 it was like oh world war ii wasn't started yet yeah like, really it's just that's weird a, it's yeah. weird we're gonna do a show on that at some point too but so for some reason 2000 feels closer to now than 1978 did to 2000, you know? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. It does Something. for some reason. Yeah. So anyway. miscongeniality 2000, uh, visit this page <laughs> on setgenerator.com. And the es- entry goes today, the perfect date, April 25th. What better day to finally publish my filming location visits for miscongeniality. Although this is definitely not my type of movie. I got a kick out of the film and still holds up for many laughs for me. So let's get going. The pictures are a mix up of, are a mix of a couple different trips to San Antonio and Austin, Texas. So Texas. Robert was in, <laughs> was in Texas. Uh, yeah, as much as I like dislike Texas, I, I keep showing up there. <laughs> We're there quite a bit. I am, but I, I am. I decided not to do Texas Frightmare this year. I'm like, you know what? I've had enough of that. I don't. I don't need to go. Well, when you cover um, Texas Chainsaw Massacre, the new one. Oh wait, they didn't film in Texas. Oh, is that Bulgaria? or something i can't remember something like yeah albania or yeah. something like yeah. that yeah even though it looks like universal <laughs> studios back <line. laughs> right <laughs> um okay so what is the shot right here sir uh this is the russian restaurant i think if it's supposed to be i can't remember um this is the scene so- that gets you it jacks you up in the movie <laughs> they like jump into it yeah every, every- establish that she's real yeah, there's like this is a this is kind of the the real cop the gritty cop movie, and this is of course now Sandra, since this movie literally every third Sandra Bullock movie she starts off with a ponytail and trouser wearing woman you know that oh, no, no nonsense you know um, so oh, now yeah. it's just but yeah so this was kind of showing that she's a gritty cop and she 
blah blah blah. So this is supposed to take place in New York. Oh man, I think yeah. So oh, of course, man. but it's this is Austin, Texas. So um, same thing. Yeah, she's um, and they do have establishing shots in New York in her apartment. Um, I think Brian covered uh, went to her apartment. So, but this is downtown Austin, and it was an actual. She drives up to an actual Starbucks. <laughs> Oh, nice. That's an Probably actual Starbucks it. in real life. Yeah. So really happening. Um, yeah. They told That's me, cool. uh, they said, don't take, tell the manager, but you're not supposed to take pictures in here. But so I did anyway, but yeah, that's nice. Or, they they let me. Slide. So, but yeah. Yeah. Don't tell so, the um, this is it. Yeah. This is the start. A real Starbucks. Did you, were you, did you patronize the restaurant with a I, latte? I don't think I did. <laughs> No, no, you shouldn't. Now, you don't need to. Now, they're, they're big. Now, now that I think about it, they they can afford my lack of sixteen dollar coffee, but right. It's, and it was so hot and awesome. Like yeah, oh, I was like yeah, gross. It was not a coffee. I guess I could have got an iced coffee, but on a side so, note, isn't that weird when you see that? Uh, even like in LA, there's Starbucks drive-throughs, and it's like a hundred degrees, and there's like lines outside at yeah. like two in the afternoon of cars, and I'm like, who do you really who? need that? They apparently so. So, I guess. Um, yeah. So this is the um, Omni Hotel that I actually did stay at. So is this right next to the main location for office space. Um, yeah. So it's just it, it's it's actually in a kind of area. So oh, I think like it's like half a block away or something like that. So. Oh, cool. Um, but yeah. So I, of course, I'm a. If you can stay or eat at a location, you should do it. So. You're a good man. That's a good principle to go by. Um, so uh, the uh, theater that they performed at um, is an actual theater. So it pretty, pretty much looks the same. The Bass um, Concert Hall. Yeah. Maybe it's bass. Or bass. But for some reason, I think it's bass. So, um, so I'm like pretty sure, fish. yeah, this was a set that they built for the film because the hallway doesn't quite match. But I still went to room 103 just to see what it looked like. So How to do it. Yeah. I should have asked to stay in 103, but <laughs> and they kind of yeah, you can kind of tell the level of humidity um, and heat just based on the my foggy <laughs> camera. Uh, yeah, it looks lens. very muggy. Yeah, it it was super muggy and stuff like that. So my my night shots didn't turn out too well of the super pool balmy. at night. So, um, and then we go down to San Antonio, in the Alamo. Oh, that's and, cool. You got to go yeah. there. Yeah. So um, I was there for actually for Madonna at the San Antonio. These are different trips. So I was to went to go see Madonna in San Antonio. And oh, nice! Went to the Alamo. Which I have don't you ever remember. been? There? Yeah. <laughs> have you ever been to the Alamo? I don't remember. I remember the uh, Alamo. Oh, uh, uh, no! I I, yeah. I actually it's on my bucket list to yeah. see the Alamo and Mount Rushmore. It's nice when you look at it this way. You turn the camera around and it looks like Niagara Falls. Yes, I've seen those shots. Yeah. It's like Oof. beautiful. Yeah. I mean, cheesy. Yeah. Ripley's, believe it or not, stores and stuff like that. But anyway. So. Yeah, they do have those cheesy like kit shops, don't they? Yeah. That's nice that you got these shots, though. Yeah. So, you know. Um, yeah. So there's the Alamo. Let's see what else we got. If we keep going. Went back to the pool. <laughs> it's my fuzzy shots. Who wouldn't jump in with Benjamin Bratton there? Well, yeah, this is him at his best. He was at his peak. Yeah. Um, and then this uh, kind of jacuzzi area that pretty much looked the same. Nothing's kind of changed in there. So oh, yeah. I think I went right before they closed. So I wasn't getting um, nice weirdos in there or right when they opened. I can't remember. So drunks They're taking pictures of the pool. So, um, so this is where my favorite April 25th scene name. What? Yes, this is a great Big scene. Day. Yeah. So, and these I just took from the boat. I didn't go back to visit. So these are, as the boat is going through, um, I just quickly took pictures. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. Oh, cool. Yeah. Nice work. She's Miss Congeniality. She is. What does congeniality mean? Um, I don't know. Is it friendliness or something? Something like that. Congenial? <laughs> Somebody would will tell us. Of course. Um, but yeah, so I feel like, I don't know, San Antonio seemed like an okay town. Yeah, I'm curious about it. Yeah. So it was and, okay. <laughs> that would be harsher punishment for parole violators, Stan. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Great Michael uh, Caine. Yeah. This is a good yeah. flick. You know, it, it, it is. I can watch this at least once a year. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's fun. And then I can watch Miss Congeniality too once every ten years because I'm like, say. well, maybe it would, I should give it a chance. And I always rewatch it. I'm like, no, it's it's no good. Yeah, it's like Legally Blonde. Like you don't need to do these like ridiculous sequels. You know, yeah. like they're fun. Um, Tower Life in San Antonio. Yep, can't okay. miss that. Um, nice. The bus leaving the Omni Theater so, or Omni Hotel. The end. A great shot. Yeah. Oh, and we used to be able to go to through Universal props and stuff like that. They had some miscongeniality props there. I feel like you should be given those props for your own private collection. I think I would put them on a nice shelf right next to. Did you see Miss Congeniality when you were in the um, in the theater when it came out? Oh yes. What uh, what were your initial takeaways? Were you a fan? Um, I kind of liked it. I'm surprised. I you know this was during the time I think um, my friend managed the theater, so we'd go at one in the morning to screen films before they came out, so we'd kind of see everything. Um, if I yeah. oh sorry, this was the days when you can get in for free, and they gave you endless amounts of popcorn. Uh, yeah, we actually didn't eat popcorn. It was like one in the morning. I think we'd be sick if we ate popcorn. So, oh um, yeah, no, I wouldn't. Do yeah. That. Um, Ew, we could that makes if, me want to throw up. Yeah, we could if we wanted to, but it was like, eh. um, but yeah. So I felt like we just kind of saw every movie under the sun that came out. So and I remember this one kind of stuck out. As I love that you nice. did that too. Yeah, well, you have and to. You, I, by that time, it was free movies. You know, I was like, oh well, of course, what a bargain. And I always want to see things first. So, see, that's where you and I differ. I I used to be that way, but I don't like going to the movies in LA on like opening weekend. Oh. It's just obnoxious. It's well. just like too many people and snobs. And I'm like, just, I'll wait like two weeks, <laughs> except for like Jurassic Park. I'll always go see it. Daniel. Yeah. When's, is that one coming out this summer? The new one? I think so. The latest one. So Dominion. I forgot. I was going to show you a fan. Halloween fan went to the Halloween six location for Smith's Grove and brought me back a piece of. <laughs> oh my gosh. The wall. From um, the old mill where they shot uh, that is so the, cool. the Smith's Grove Sanitarium. So I thought that was nice of them. That is so cool. Yeah. Uh, so he was they at Poor Hound. Property? Yeah. They, well, you know, this property is probably, you know, I didn't actually walk into that area because it seems super unsafe. And he says, yeah, it kind of was. But uh, he was nice enough to bring me a, I don't know if you call it a prop, but uh, a location piece. I think. Most people would like to have that or one of the wood board things from the uh, Jason takes or uh, Friday the 13th part three at the barn, like the wooden gotcha. planks from the old dock. Yeah. I but could you, can't, you shouldn't take that. Obviously that's like, no, up no. for grabs. No. Um, and I'm sure people have taken different things. So, but yeah, I don't know if there's anything I would take from a location, but. You don't see me. Do you? Now I do. Okay, I'm sorry. It's like oh, it's weird acting. Weird, it's just so. me. I'm just having yeah. a weird stroke. No, <laughs> it's not funny. But okay, it's something something strange. But um, I'm really excited for Melody Ranch. Yeah. So um, yeah, I need to rewatch a little bit of Westworld beforehand. So this is where I always panic because like I'm like, oh, I'm not ready, and I'll, I don't have all my pictures ready, and I can bring some stuff like that. Um, not props, but some costumes if you want to like dress like Westworld. I have some Westworld. cowboy motifs. I have my special hat. Oh, there it is. <laughs> They're professionals. We, yes. they, we killed their bird. They killed ours. Yeah, um, yeah I don't know. I, yeah, I'm not, I'm not going to bring in any cowboy hats. So, um, But what else was, oh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood was shot there. Yeah. Just tons of tons. And then, tons of um, great stuff. Tons of great stuff. And he'll probably take us through the kind of their prop room, you know, where they have stuff from Django Unchained and all sorts of stuff. So. I'm excited. Thanks for yeah. uh, thanks so, for asking. Let me confirm it. Yep. So because it was in his calendar, and I thought Sunday would be good because then there'll definitely be no, probably nobody else there. So it'd be funny if they went. We went and they stopped me. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa! You're not allowed back here. And it turns <laughs> out I had this like horrible history there. And I'm like, oh hey, uh, I thought that was uh, it wasn't my fault. Yeah. Yeah. No, but that that should be really really exciting. We'll get some yep. good shots, and it'll be fun. Um, but I think that'll be our show tonight, Robert. Let's try anything else. No, I'm good. It's good to see you again. Great to see you too. And uh, looking forward to catching up next week. Yes. And you've listened to the podcast. We'll set Jetter Saturdays. Thank you for tuning in, everybody. 
and we will see you on the set. Spring will soon be gone. Ah!